It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Good day, everyone. How are all the Chiefs out there today? I'm excited. It's Monday. It's great to be here. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys are just getting prepared to get into the season we're going into. Um, I'm excited about the holiday season. Um, just praising God for all his goodness and grace. And it's just a good time a year for all of us. While there could be some issues going on with COVID and some issues with businesses and things of that nature, we're still, still blessed and we're happy to be here. So today we're going to talk about something that's very, very important to businesses. Uh, something I think is constantly overlooked. Um, and I think this time of year is a good time to bring it up because you can very easily use this tool as you go through your holiday seasons, your parties, your events you'll be going to. And it is the elevator pitch. So let me tell you a little bit about that. If someone says to you, because you're going to be out and about, just think about this, you're going to be at family gatherings, friends, sororities, fraternities, class parties, uh, fundraisers, uh, formal affairs, all these different affairs you'll be around, whether it's business-related or family-related, still this elevator pitch has a place. And someone says to you, what does your business do? What do you do? Your company, your organization, what do you do? What do you say? Remember the importance of having concise, short answer that draws people in and want to get more information. Thus, the elevator pitch. The elevator pitch is a brief persuasive speech that you use to spark interest in your organization. Once again, let me say it's brief, persuasive speech that sparks interest in your organization. You can also use these pitches to help you create interest in a project that you're particularly working on or in an idea that you're thinking about and coming up with, trying to develop interest in that, or a product or even yourself. Think about that. There's a way to also introduce people into dealing with you, yourself, your brand. A good elevator pitch lasts only 30 to 60 seconds. That's the name, elevator. It's a short pitch, but it has to have a lot of strong information in there and hone down the way it persuades people to listen and want more. So what do you say? Think about it right now. When a person asks you, what does your company or organization do, what do you say? I'm going to give you a minute to think about it. Let's go forward. Whether you're looking for someone to invest in your company or to use your company, your success is going to depend greatly on getting your foot in the door. Your ability to explain what makes your business unique. Remember that. What makes your business unique? Not what your business is, what makes it unique? And hook that person in less than a minute. Sounds like an easy task, but I guarantee you it's not. Here's the deal here. When I say you have to explain to me what makes your business unique, you can say, I can say, okay, I can say, let me just say, 
I have an advertising company, and I can say that my business, we do advertising. Okay, how exciting is that? How persuasive is that? How different is that? But what if I said to you, in my business, we manipulate people's perceptions. You're going to say, what? That's what I do for a living. I manipulate people's perceptions. That's what advertising is. I'm going to make you think my product is smarter, works harder, get a bit of products, whatever it takes. I have to touch on to make you buy my product. So I'm actually manipulating your perceptions to believe that my product is what it is. But if I tell you I'm doing that, you're going to, I want to know more. What are you doing exactly? How do you do that? But if I say, oh, I have an advertising company, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, <clears throat> and keep it moving. It has to be a persuasive, unique twist on what you do. We're going to talk about that a little bit more as we go on. You've got to hook that person in within a minute's period of time, but it will ask you more, to want more. Once again, you're trying to use this pitch to sell a product or a service. You're introducing your organization to a client, or you want to sell an idea to an investor or potentially a partner. Those are things you use this elevator pitch for, or you're going to present yourself. We've got just 30 to 60 seconds to tell people what your company is about. Mine. That's not a lot of time. But it, it could be enough time to hook them. You've got to start off strong. 80% of your success will be depending on your opening line. If a person comes to you and says, I, I have an advertising agency. Oh, okay, cool. But if I say, oh, I manipulate consumers' perceptions. What? You do what? How do you do that? Do my advertising, whatever, whatever. You must get the customer's, the person's interest. Say something provocative enough to get them interested to want to know more. Um, that's a key thing. You've got to hook them so they want to know more and you can tell more about what you do, what your company does, what you're trying to tell. Tell what you do, not what you are. Well, that's what I just said. Like now, if I say I do advertising, then... That's kind of what we do. But what makes me unique, how I do it, I manipulate perceptions. Same way as an accountant. If you say, I'm an accountant, mm, kind of boring. But if you say, um, I help my customers pay less taxes legally, wow. I want to know what you're doing and how you're doing it. Everybody want to pay taxes, less taxes, you want to pay it legally. So you say, I help and assist my clients in paying less taxes legally, Okay, I want to get a piece of that action. And you tell them how to account. I educate them. I work with them. I help them organize their books. I help them do their expenditures. Whatever you all do in accounting, that's going to pull a person in a lot quicker than just saying, oh, I'm an accountant. You are actually telling, showing them how you do that. Don't forget to get so excited about the creativity that you forget to repeat key information in this, this pitch process. Oftentimes, people will mention their business name only one time, and they forget about it. But let me just say one thing to you. If you're saying we're ABC Accounting and we help you save more tax dollars legally, once again, that's ABC Accounting. Bring that name in there again. Let them hear it at least twice. Repetition is important when you're doing this, this elevator pitch because, once again, you don't want them to forget um, who you are. Yes, that, that big old point to snag, snack them in is very, very important. 80% is that, that getting that hook into them. But let's not forget who you are in that process. You need to be interesting but, but authentic. Don't come out with some major 
um, big disruptive thing that's not true. Um, be authentic with who you are. Don't get loud and boisterous. If your, your tone is not loud and boisterous, if your tone is not talking fast, just be authentic, but be interesting to the person. I know people sometimes will turn on this, this charm of like a dog with a dog leash on and they start performing. You need to be authentic and be interesting, but don't um, turn the person off by all your crazy, wild shenanigans. Don't go out and say major things that are not true. Don't go out and say things that they can find out later that are an outright lie, and you lose your integrity with that person you talk to. You also need to prioritize your pitch. Be specific in terms of and, and be specific with that, and also talk in plain language. If you are a computer programmer, you need to say something about how you save people's time and keep their information safe, opposed to saying that I can program this and that and the other, and no one understands the verbiage of them. Give them some basic information in common, uh, common language to hook them in. You can show your expertise a little later, but get them hooked first. So don't bore a person or, get, or turn them off by using different slangs from your industry or your business that they don't necessarily comprehend. You think you're showing off. You really kind of train them off, and they don't want to listen to the rest of your pitch. So make sure you prioritize the pitch. You need to also know your audience. When crafting your pitch, you will first need to think about who you're going to be talking to. And I can tell you right now, you're going to probably have to have two or three different pitch lines. And that's going to depend on your audience. Um, I don't think that I would say if I'm going to a business um, a conference, I'm going to meet some people at a business um, meeting, and we're all entrepreneurs of business, and, you know, that the concept would be saying, you know, I help um, manipulate people's perceptions. That could, be, that could be exciting and kind of intriguing to them. How can you help me by doing that, da, da, da. If I went to a uh, nonprofit um, foray, a benefit for a nonprofit, a benefit for a fundraiser for a cause, something like that, you know, I may turn that around a little bit and say, you know, I'm the kind of person who's able to have innovative ways to have someone, to tap into someone's need or they want to give. That's what I do. That means I'm going to find a way to get people to donate more to your cause. So you have to know who your audience is when you're crafting these couple of different pitches. And one pitch will not fit every situation. Okay? So in, in advertising and marketing, I have different perceptions. I also hone into the psychographics of my consumers to find out what motivates them. So I can say to somebody, I'm different perceptions in one area. In another area, I might say, you know, I actually do tap, tap into people's psyche to understand what motivates them to give, to buy, to do. Then that's another way to say kind of what I'm doing. So you need to have more than one different pitch and have them prepared for a different audience because your pitch will shift based on the audiences and how you're doing the audience. Keep your elevator pitch conversational. You don't want to stand out like you just rehearsed a speech because it'll come through. You're regurgitating the same thing, a, a, a memorized speech. You're regurgitating it over and over again. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel that you're tuned in to me. I want to think you're talking just to me, and so you're tapping into me. But if I get the feeling that you're just giving me a line, then I don't necessarily go feel as good about that as I would be sticking to you, you and I have made a connection and having a one-on-one conversation. Once again, you've got to make that connection. Uh, at your earliest opportunity, express an interest in the person you contact 
and learn some about them. Don't make this a one-sided affair because you talk, 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 talk. I mean, you got the pitch down to 60 seconds, but then you continue to talk and the connection is not made. So when you finish telling them um, account who, what you are, your elevator pitch for your company, a good thing to do is go ahead and ask them about what do they do and kind of go from there and show how what they do works well with what you do. So you got to always be thinking, make that connection with that person. That's important. It's huge. Um, before we go any further, I'm going to take a quick break right here and get with the advertisers. We'll come back to you on this elevator pitch. It's a great time to hone this thing in and be able to use it on different audiences. I know you're going to be interacting with family members, get-togethers, parties, churches, whatever, and this is a good way to find some people to uh, partner with and perhaps um, support your business. So we'll take a quick break, and I'll be back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. All right, we're, we're back. We're back. We're talking about elevator pitches once again. I want to think about a nice 30 to 60 second conversation that you share with someone to tell them what your business is all about, tell them about partnerships, talk to them about what you're trying to go after with them. Uh, it's not as easy as it sounds. And we're going to talk about some key ports to make sure that you're ready. Um, we're going to be going, to, we're in the holiday season now. You might as well say we're in the holiday season now from Thanksgiving on. There are a number of gatherings we'll go to, different kinds of gatherings. But your business also has to always be top of mind with you, and people are going to ask you about that. And so how you respond to spark some interest, whether they become a client of yours, whether um, they want to invest, whether you partner, partner with these people, the elevator pitch is something that's very, very important for you to do. So once again, we were talking about the elevator pitch, and we talked about the fact that it opens the door to continue the conversation. One thing I have found with this process is people tend to believe that once they're getting their foot in the door, talking about, talking about what their company does or what they're trying to pitch, they go on and on and on. Remember, this is just a preliminary conversation just to get your foot in the door. This is not for you to do a full-fledged speech. This is not for you to go through a whole diatribe of the benefits of your company. This is for you to have an entryway to meet that person, connect with them, and persuade them to want to have a follow-up conversation. You don't want to bore them. You don't want to suck up all their time. You want to be able to meet with them, talk with them, exchange phone numbers, exchange information, and coordinate another time to have a further a long, long conversation. So it's simply an introduction, and people tend to forget that. It's up to your company, not a sales pitch. It's an introduction to your company, not a sale you have to close. Don't expect, don't plan to close a sale that particular evening, afternoon, night, when you meet them. This is an introduction. You're all there at a, at a, at a, um, 
um, casual event, so it's not at a, a sale. Even when you are um, at a business meeting, you do an elevator pitch. You still should think of it more in terms of an introduction, not the sale. Sometimes you get snatched into a conversation, a person kind of comes up, and, oh, you end up making a sale. But your goal in this elevator pitch is to, within 30 to 60 seconds, tell a person what your company does in such a way that you persuade them to listen and for them to be interested for more questions and more follow-up. Once again, you have to summarize your key points and also offer ways for the prospect to get in touch with you. Now, you need to engage them with questions. You need to say, so how does that work for you? How does that fit your needs? The ways to get them engaged, find out what that company does, what their company does, and talk about how your company can help supply their needs. It's important, important, important to have a business card. Simple. But have a business card that you can leave with somebody and please get their business card or get their contact information. If people want to zap the card over to you, whatever. But don't try not to leave without giving your information and getting their information so you can follow up. Once again, let's look at this overall component here. You have to stimulate interest. You have to translate that interest. And you have to share a vision. So it's important that once you talk with this person, you guys talk about, have this conversation, you engage them, you exchange information, and you're able to come out of this conversation with some type of next steps and maybe some kind of vision in terms of how you guys may be able to work together or partner or support the other person. So a few things before I wrap this up. I'm not going to take too long tonight because the elevator pitch is the elevator pitch, so it shouldn't be but so long. But I want to share a couple things with you remember in this process. This sounds real simple. And, but you need to think about the fact you are probably trying to condense about 20 to 30 years of accomplishments and experience into 30 to 60 seconds. So clearly that shows you, once again, a need for different pitches for different situations. So you hone down what different life experiences are information you have or what you're doing, how it fits with that particular particular pitch. Like I said, you're going to need to put together about at least three of these to have. Be understanding who your target market is. Clarify your target for each one of your pitches. You know how I am. Put it on paper. It's nothing until it's put in writing. Your business plan is nothing. Your mission statement is nothing. Your vision statement is nothing. Your elevator pitch is nothing until you put it on paper, play with it, massage it, change words around, that is a process you have to do. Format it. Make sure that your first opening line is something you believe is going to grab the person's attention. Your first five or six words are going to grab somebody's attention and keep them hooked, okay? Also, you talk about your formatting it, get your lines together. How do you bring them in? How do you ask them about their business? How do you continue the conversation? Think about those kind of things when you format this whole thing. Once again, tell the pitch to them, not to you. Now, we're very good at doing that. Well, I think this is important. Think about what they think is important. Think about the kinds of things that would, would, would flatter them. Think about the things that would benefit them. Think about things that may be innovative and knowledgeable to them, not to you. And you may think that, project you did, it was so wonderful, but does that person that you're talking to, they're going to find it interesting, interesting as you do. So once again, it's preparing it to them. Now, this is something you may find hard to do, but you have to do it. 
read your pitch out aloud. It's either stick in your mind, it's easy to mumble it back and forth, but say it out loud constantly for a while. Get, get comfortable with it. See how it sounds, how it comes off. Practice with it on people. See how it sounds to folks. See how it sounds to you. See how it flows off your lips. See how that coastal kind of things work. Practice this thing. And then, like I said before, prepare a couple of variations. You need to have two to three different elevator pitches that's going to align itself with your target. That's going to be key important. Um, like I said, oftentimes people say, oh, that's just, I, just, I, I can just talk to people. Okay, you can, but this is the way to make sure your conversation is effective as it can be. This is the way to make sure that you're doing your best to um, grab that person. And let me say, this is a process that takes some time to master. Do it, do it, do it. You may end up changing the pitch. You may go out and come with a two or three pitch, two, two or three elevator pitches. You go to different events. You have your target situated. They didn't work as well as you thought it would. Go back home and revamp it. Go back and redo the word. It's a process. But it's a very worthwhile process. It works. Trust me, it works, it works, it works. And <clears throat> it takes a little bit of honing of a skill to do. Once you feel comfortable with your business, what it makes you do is know your business. It makes you understand how to concisely tell somebody about your business. If you can't do that, then I question if you know your business. You've written, a, you've written a marketing plan by now, obviously a business plan by now. Part of that business plan has a marketing element to it. You have a mission statement. You have a vision statement. The elevator pitch just roll up out of that stuff. So do you know it? it just fine-tune that. I, can't, I cannot stress that enough because people tend to think, blow it off. But look, think about how many conversations that you got blown off or could have gone further or could have gotten something better out of if you were prepared to have the conversation. So when a person asks you, what do you do? What does your business um, do? What are you into? What are you all about? Be able to give them that elevator pitch. And I'm going to say to you once again, practice, practice, practice. I can't stress that enough. Once you get it down, that's cool. But it's going to take some practice because it's not something you do every day when you're trying, unless you're a salesperson that you're trying to hone and tone down and make clear to people what you're doing, your vision, how you help them in 20, excuse me, in 30 to 60 seconds. It's a short pitch, but you got to do say enough to grab somebody's attention. So that's our conversation for the day. Once again, I want to thank you for your time, your effort. I want you to really work on this elevator pitch. It's a great time to practice it with family, friends, at different uh, fairs and events you're going to in the holiday season. Um, please um, listen to us or pass us on. We're on Spotify, Our Heart. Anywhere you can get your podcast, you can pretty much pick, pick us up. Go in greatness, tell your friends. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again next Monday. Have a great day. Go out and be great. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow 
in greatness. 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 Greatness.